Hey, <laughs> I don't think it would be our podcast if we, if didn't, we didn't have, like, one issue getting it ready. Try to start it seven times. <laughs> right. So if any listeners ever hear it go over one hour, well, it really took us, like, well over one hour. Because it always takes it's us a while to get started. It's like the first beginning, it's like we're on a roll, and I'm like, dang, the line cut short. But you know, I, I, I always know. So just now, when you go into the Anchor app, which is what we used to record, um, like, I'll pick a link, and I swear, it's like, when, I don't know, like when you're picking a, like, a lemon, you can get a good one or a bad one, and I, but I always know I can hear it. And so sometimes I'll be like, oh, this is a bad link. I'm not going to use this one. So I shouldn't have used that one. I should have known. Bad connection. It's all right. We'll, we'll work through it. That's what we always do. Yeah, I mean, otherwise it's a great app, and it's the sponsor of this show. So, <laughs> um, You know, it's, I'm just happy there's something to connect us, right? Like we're living in such a day and age where we are so lucky to have this technology, so why not use it in the right way? Oh, my gosh, dude. I'm, like, seriously considering. Oh, I can hear an echo. I'm going to turn myself down. Moving across the country, and we would still be able to record. And... We have a guest coming on next week who's going to be here today. His name's Paul. And, you know, mm. to be honest, I don't even know where Paul lives. Ah. He's in our well, time we will, zone. Well, we will find out. Yeah, I guess we'll have to ask him. <laughs> but, I mean, you know, that's Stay so cool. tuned. <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> but Paul's a sports writer, so that would be kind of cool for us to switch it up. Because the funny thing is about us is we're actually both really sporty, but you would never know from the things we talk about on our podcast. Oh, yeah. I'm, like, total sport junkie. I did, like, the Spartan races and, like, played rap sports for years. But... I was talking about our, our awesome – you know which baseball team I'm talking about. I was talking about it yesterday with my friend. and Which which one? Oh, you're right, because we were on the school team we were together, on too. And That's the right. Yeah, no, GB? I mean, the one, like, with all, all the girls, like, in town. It was so GB. fun. Yeah. But, I mean, our, our high school team was fun, too. It's just that one didn't last for very long. No, I feel like it was, like, one year. And then I feel like the next year I was, like, trying to play. But then, like, no, oh, I graduated. Told, uh, nobody told me when the tryouts were, and I kind of missed them. <laughs> oh, I only played – it was my last year. And, you know, it was so much – like, that was super fun. But then I think that would be the same summer that we played on our baseball team together. I was the stretching coach. Yeah. And you know why I was the coach on that team? Because, like, this is why I find it funny how you and I don't really, like, of course we met in high school, whatever. But it's the age difference between us that's funny because I skipped a grade. But that, but playing sports, um, because I skipped a grade, I would always play with people that were like four or five years older than me because in our town, there weren't that many teams. And I didn't want to go play with the people under me because I was good. I was like, no way. I'll just be the worst person on the team. I don't want to be the best person on the team. So I'd go play up. And then sometimes I'd get to play with the boys. Like, you know, you're from a small town when they let you play on the boys' team. Oh, I got to play on the boys' team. I remember yeah, one year. Too, yeah. I remember one year when we were little. Um, I don't know how it worked out, but there was like two years that all four of us got to be on the same baseball team. Yeah, and my and dad sisters. was. Oh my yeah. god! And my dad was the. <laughs> I want to see the the photo. Oh my the god! Team my, photo. My mom has it somewhere, and like I'm pretty sure, like they used to like stick me out in left field, and I'd be like picking dandelions and shit. Like well, you're that. you're the youngest, so that yeah, makes sense. Of course, <laughs> of course. Like 
like it's so it's so funny I guess being the youngest it's like I didn't have to do all the hard work they had to like you know I can't imagine to be honest with you though Ali and this is something I was thinking of with my friend yesterday and I thought you know we should talk about this on the podcast you never want to wish for someone else's problems so like never growing up (laughs) never right never growing up in high school I mean a lot of people might have been envious of your family right because you guys are so fun and you're so unique and you are pretty tight knit but so so you sit there and you wish oh I wish I was part of Ali's family I wish I was Ali but I can't imagine myself what it must be like for you it's like three older siblings that are just like so amazing It's totally (laughs) weird to hear you say that because it's like, I wouldn't necessarily look at it that way, right? Like, Hmm. I guess that's just somebody from the outside looking in. Well, I mean, look at your oldest sister. She was like, first of all, she's super tall and she's gorgeous. And she's like, got so much spunk and like personality and she's amazing at sports and she's super smart and very popular. So, um... (laughs) <laughs> there's her to start with, and then there was her, your young or the your middle sister. She's nothing like your older sister personally. I don't think she is, but she's also very good at sports, very smart, very spunky, but just in her own unique way. So then there's your brother, who all the guys wanted to be like him, even though even guys that were older than him wanted to be like your brother. You know, so to have that type of appeal to people, of course, people were like, "Oh, I wish I had." A family like that but could you imagine being the youngest of three people like how then how do you make your mark how do you be the unique one or I you couldn't know? I couldn't exactly yeah I never I never really did I was always a Stinson I was always living up to somebody else's expectation mm-hmm. a lot of my decisions were made for me and it's like my mom isn't a quiet person so when something was wrong you know she'd be in there speaking her truth and Hmm. blowing the lid off of things. And then, Hmm. you know, you have my dad who everybody loves, but my dad, everyone knew my dad's an alcoholic. So I think, Oh, okay. I don't, I didn't know that. I never knew anything about your dad. And I, so isn't that interesting to know? You think everyone knew that, but maybe people in your elementary school, they all knew, but I Uh, sure didn't. I knew nothing about your dad. It's just, it's funny to hear you say like this when it's like, that's not at all how I view my family. Hmm. (laughs) I did. It was me. Because I had two siblings too, right? Right. I guess that's a difference of maybe like when you're like, this is like how we judge books by their covers, right? All the time. It's like we think we know the story and you wish you were me but honestly like my whole life has been healing from what I went through so it's so hard for me to hear somebody say that you wish you were me because Mm. I would never wish upon people what I went through same yeah right so it's kind of like that's interesting Mm. (laughs) it's very very interesting you well I mean you could trade your problems with someone for, but their, I would never. for their good stuff, but you're not going to want their problems either. <laughs> like, like, I would never. Like, I've been through everything I've been through to be who I am today, and I would never change that. Yeah. But um, Or wish them upon somebody else. Yeah. yeah, never, 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 never. We all go through our own journey for our own reason, right? We all have our own unique light that we're meant here to shine. And um, it all depends on what you go through, right? Like... There's a lot of, um, I guess there's a, this is the whole society that we've always lived in, right? We wear these masks to like make people think that 
we are these people when in reality, like we are putting on this mask to make people like us. This isn't who we are. Like this isn't at all. Like I know for me, like I was an alcoholic from a very young age and like, I look back and it's like, like I didn't really graduate from school. I wasn't really into what I was doing. I went through depression when I was at the age of 16. I was Mm -hmm. on antidepressants getting so drunk that like, I don't even know what the fuck I was doing half Mm -hmm. the time. So I was like, it's funny because even um, the other day, like part of this whole like changing and being who you want to be, like I went through my uh, Facebook and I deleted 340 people off of there that like I don't talk to, don't have anything to do with me. Like there's so much static that like, why do I want to share with my my life with people who don't know me? Maybe if I go back to Facebook, that's what I need to do. Because I yeah, don't mind it's putting a purge. myself out there. But, it's um, an energetic purge when you have yeah. all this static. Like, And then I went through my photos and I deleted so many photos because I am not a drunk 18, 22, 25-year-old. Like, I'm a 30-year-old woman who's trying to speak my truth and trying to heal and trying to help others. I don't need to have that energy attached to myself anymore. Right, yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. So it it really like I've been really thinking over the last two weeks, that's been a huge part of my mentorship and where I'm going and like my clearing. Right. Like since I've I I almost don't have patience for people who want to play victims. Right. We have all we've all come from the same place. But it's funny how the people, you know, the most don't support you because why they're mad. They're still in the same place and you're not like. I don't know. I'm trying to I'm trying to understand that one. And I watched a. I love YouTube videos. Like, everybody knows this, I know. <laughs> I watched a great YouTube video because I was a little bit frustrated because I find, and I hate generalizing like this, but I find it frustrating when a Christian person is self-righteous. So I was just looking for some guidance on how to deal with my frustration in that. Right? That's a personal thing. Like, I just find that frustrating. It's so common. It's like, I'm frustrated that, you know, people are alcoholics, but... Anyways. Well, it's a reflection. It's like, why does that bother you? This is the whole like mm-hmm. it's shadow work. And once we start looking at our reflection and everybody and seeing the connected, well, that frustrates you because there's a part of you that's that, like that. That's like that, right? <laughs> exactly. Right? Yep, exactly. And I, and I think I think what I'm finding, okay, so let's just get into it. I did not want to give her this platform, but like I have a neighbor that's kind of like a thorn in my side. So I think what frustrates me about it is that her self-righteousness matches my, my beliefs. We're both so firm in our stance that we're never going to see eye to eye. But what I'm frustrated about is that I can accept her, but I, she can't accept me. But maybe I actually, now that I'm saying it out loud, I can't accept her, can I? Because I'm frustrated with her self-righteousness. Right. But, but, but here's your reflection because you can be self-righteous, right? You do like, this is like, you're being, you're being given a lesson to taught like, Hey, if you don't like how she is like, why? Maybe there's a part of me that's like that too. Or maybe I just need to accept that people aren't going to like that part of me. And that's fine. And that's fine. As long as you accept it, that's, that's all that Hmm. really matters. Who gives a shit what anybody else thinks? This is the whole part of what I'm talking about, accepting that shadow self, right? Mm -hmm. We, you, you, like I, some things bother me, but when I look into it, like what's the bottom root of it? Well, there's so much more than like, I'd even like to notice, but when you dig deeper and deeper and deeper, like 
It's kind of crazy what you'll pull up. Oh my gosh. So yeah, I can. Okay. So I get frustrated over, I have little, I guess you could say quirks. Like if you live with me, you'll get to know what they are. And one of them (laughs) is that I can't sleep with any lights on. And say if you have like on the TV, there's those little LED lights on your VCR and your microwave, like everything has those little LED lights. Yep. Well, in the back of my mind, sorry, I have a little tickle in my throat. One second. <coughs> Pardon me. Ooh, good thing I'm wearing a mask. Joking. Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah, so um, in the back of my mind, like I just overthink everything. So um, the lights really don't bother me that much. It's just that the thought in the back of my mind is going, these lights are going to damage my eyes in the long run. LED light is unhealthy for my eyes. And like, I just cannot sleep knowing that I'm going to be staring at that for eight hours unconsciously. And it's going to be like damaging my eyes. I, I don't even know if it actually is going to damage my eyes, but I have this theory in my head that I can picture, like I can picturing a diode and how it works and like why it's not good for my eyes. And I just can't sleep. <laughs> so do you have a complex. okay <laughs> my question is do you have a tv in your room oh so I no so I I don't have any um lights around me like that when I'm sleeping and my boyfriend thinks I'm absolutely crazy because yes if they're okay what like what would be an example is a tv if you had a tv in your room like I don't have a tv in my room no I, I do don't that. have a tv in my room but if um Okay, like let's say I was just like having a nap and it was dark and the t- I was sleeping in front of the TV. I would, and he like would find me like this. I would, before I go to sleep, put something in front of that little light. So he's, I've done that too. he's <laughs> discovered my quirk because he always has to move these things like around the house because I've covered up a light because it bothers me. <laughs> like just little things like that. And I, I don't think I can change those quirks about myself because it, this idea in my head that I've made up, I don't know if it's true or not. I can't prove myself wrong about it. I don't know. It's so complex. It's just like deep-rooted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I did really bad in electronics in college, and so now I can't sleep around LEDs. <laughs> yeah, but you, but you know what? Like, I don't believe being around, like, all that energy is good for you anyways. I used to work in a computer lab, and and within the year, I was getting contractions in my stomach because there was just too much energetic re- resonance. No, electromagnetic me. fields are bad. And exactly, electrical and, resonance, and it's really yeah. just the fields, and, like... It's well, now energy. I look, and now that I look back, well, now I realize how energy sensitive I am. No fucking wonder that was happening to mm-hmm. me, right? Like it, it makes sense now, but like if I went back seven, eight, nine years ago, I wouldn't have been able to to- tell you that. Like, well, you might if you um, just do like a basic, um, I don't know, thirty minute course to learn how electricity works, might help you to understand energy better. Because I find it's helped me to understand spirituality better. And when I started. One day, I can't even remember which factory I was in, but it was a makeup factory. Tons of young people, men, women. The room was filled with men, male and female engineers, young and older. Like, it was just a really diverse group. It was an awesome group. We were bringing them lunch that day. And so as I was handing out who knows what and chatting, we got talking about spiritual energy. And my boss at the time starts talking about how he took a course at the University of Toronto strictly on the fifth dimension and this guy was you know goes to church every sunday the most mild-mannered 
man I've ever met, the most kind man I've ever met, he's talking to me about, like, spirit molecules. <laughs> I was like, whoa, this is a sales call. This is so cool. Anyway, so, yeah. It's it's very real, though. Like, oh, yeah. Ener- but why do you think, like, um, like that they, they work through lights? Why do you think lights flicker and lights flash and, you know, like, it, they can control that? It's the, it's energy. Okay, so since everyone's talking about aliens now, because, like, NASA came out and said that, like, aliens are real, I never... Which we all knew. Yeah, like, I kind of suspected, but I never put much thought into it, because I was just like, probably, you know, like, I was just like, yeah, of course there's aliens, and just, like, moved on with my thoughts. I used to watch The X-Files so much when I was little. It was, like, our Sunday thing. So then I was like, yeah, there's totally UFOs. And The Outer Limits. Oh, yeah, and The Outer Limits. (laughs) And any other show that came on around The X-Files, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) No, I totally – of course I believe in aliens. Like, okay, so for me, like, I don't know much about astrophysics, but I follow NASA, and I try to keep up with what's going on with NASA. But I'm not that interested in aliens. I don't know why. I guess because there's no information out there about them. So I – where are we even going with this? So once they started get, like providing more information about aliens, I've been really putting a lot of thought into this. And I don't mean to take our pa- podcast from like sports to aliens, but um, it's crazy. I, I heard a theory that they use the electromagnetic fields to travel, just like you're saying. And I was like, it never made sense to me. I studied power generation. I was like, it never made sense to me why we distribute power the way we do. It just is illogical. It just makes zero sense. Well, there are electromagnetic fields everywhere, which means they can travel everywhere. <laughs> it's, a, it's a system of transportation. It's not a system of turning our lights on. Mm-hmm. It's a system of transportation. That's what it is. So I know that's a little far-fetched, and I'm just using that as a thought to think on. I'm not saying it's a fact, but, like, I have to think of it as a fact if I'm going to consider it. So, yeah, I think that's really interesting. No, there's lots that um, we don't understand. And, again, we're so lucky to be living in this time that we are right now. Oh, right? For this, right? Like for this revolution? Ago, it, it wouldn't have been ready 50 years ago. It wouldn't have been ready 100 years ago. Like, we're, right? It's, we're living uh, in a revolution. It's divine timing, right? You and I, when we started this podcast... I have to admit it. I was living in fear, but I was also, my circumstances, ever, the world changed, right? Well, my world changed six months before that, coincidentally, and I was already kind of living in COVID circumstances, and I don't want to get too much into it. I've talked about how I was living in Airbnbs. I mean, I was just living a weird lifestyle, and I already felt like I was living that survive, in that survival mode, so then when COVID hit, I really did feel like I was living in fear. And I'm not sure if you felt you were living in fear when it hit, but no, to be honest, I think that's good. Like the, the six months prior, I have re- I had really put myself in a nice, safe place, right? Like if I had been living in Orangeville in the same circumstances with my ex boyfriend, probably I would have been in fear. But I think because I I had already started following my heart, I started already started following my purpose, right? Oh, and I feel that I was I was on a path definitely. Yeah. So six months before, but. Okay, so yeah. when we started this podcast, I felt very confused about what was going on. I'd also just lost my job, which was really mm-hmm. confusing for me. So I just, I think I definitely, and I'm glad you've always felt this way. I have more clarity now. It's like, okay, this was always going to happen. 
and we're in it. There's nothing now to be confused about. I just need to decide what's going to happen next. I knew something was going to happen, to be honest with you, with everything I was doing. I didn't have a clue. I could could feel something was happening. So then by the time that this happened, I was like, you know what? Like, I'm not surprised. I had a a very strong feeling something was going to happen. My friends that I used to talk to, like, I knew something was going to break down. Okay, so um, I had no clue, but I would tell you, I we were on, yeah. my partner and I, we were on a path. Because we've always, him and I, just two weird people that were never meant to be, got on a path together to change our lives. If I had never met um, Reza, I would have never lived in Toronto. So, mm-hmm. like, I think in some ways we were just meant to kind of pivot each other. So, in when Kobe Bryant died... That was the pivotal time for me. So we were staying at one one place that, oh, my God, I'll never forget that place. And then we went to another one for one or two nights. And at that place, I was Snapchatting my conspiracy theories about Kobe Bryant's death, which then it ended up like, I, I just find it so funny looking back that I came up with these conspiracy theories and then everyone else did once the world changed. Like, oh, maybe the Kobe Bryant thing was something bigger. I was like, I was saying that when it happened. But anyways, um, my whole point here is when we were staying at that Airbnb, that particular one, Reza woke up from a little nap straight up. Like, I mean, like, like exorcist style, like sat up and goes, the world is going to end. And he doesn't have dreams. He doesn't have like, like visions. He's not like psychic in any way. I'm not saying he doesn't believe in that stuff, but he's a little bit skeptical of it. It was crazy. I was like, what? Like, what did you say? He's like, um, the world is going to end. I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, I don't know. I just had a dream and I know the world's going to end. It was crazy. It was the world as we know it. And the world as we know end. it ended. Yeah. And, and, and his family, just similar to my family, may have had some indi- like may have known that this was going to happen and I think just like my family has kind of prepared me for this his has prepared him too he just didn't realize it so I think maybe it was um like his spirit guide letting him know we all have spirit guides this is where like people just don't understand it so they're so skeptical and turned off of it but we all have things happen every day that there's no way to say that like there's not a guide or there's not a greater power hmm. it's just yeah. are you taking the time to appreciate the little things in life or are you moving too quickly right yes right? i i move quickly i move really quickly but then yeah. i do see those signs not every day like you're saying and i know you take the time to appreciate things every day which mm-hmm. is like so beautiful. But yeah, there's a lot of times. Um, yes. No, not yesterday. Sorry. Gosh, I'm tired from my yard sale. I was putting up my yard sale signs. And when I was putting up the very last one, I looked on the ground and there was a little turtle, like a turtle, um, like a notepad, but it was in the shape, of, the shape of a turtle. And I was like, you've got to be kidding me. I've talked about this before, the turtle thing on our podcast. You love turtles. You've given me a turtle statue. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's from the Dominican Republic. Yeah, you gave me a little turtle. Like, oh, yeah, um, I have one so to match So for you, it. like, you, you love turtles. I, I have know a matching one for that one. <laughs> um, yeah, no, and turtles are my spirit animal. So I decided when I was doing door-to-door sales to get a spirit animal because I was learning about the law of attraction, and I was like, okay, 
just Turtles carry their homes on their backs, <laughs> just like me. Eh? And, yeah. um, <laughs> and, um, and I decided yeah. that day I was like, okay, I, I've seen the law of attraction is real. So I'm going to choose a spirit animal for all the times when I forget that, that the law of attraction is real. Okay. One sec. Let me read to you what the turtle power animal is because it's right in front of me right now. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. Um, if turtle is your power animal, you're an old soul with a strong sense of connection to the ancient and archetypal worlds and have great depth of understanding and compassion for earth and all its inhabitants. No matter where you are in the world, you have a very strong attachment to your home and always end up returning there. <laughs> you move at your own pace, typically slower than others, taking your time <laughs> to make decisions and being very deliberate about it. When feeling threatened or fearful, you tend to back away and retreat into your shell, not no. being terribly concerned about what others think of this way of dealing with disturbance. You're incredibly compassionate and nurturing with others, willing to listen to their problems and able to do so without taking them on. Okay, so not all of those traits describe me, but some of them do. And I chose the turtle because it resonated with me, but there are certain traits that I, I aspired that I somehow admired in the turtle. So that's why I chose it because I thought, you know, I'm not spiritually complete at this point, but it's not your power animal, but it's something that you worked with, which yeah. I get. So I, I get, anytime sure. I'm down or I'm feeling like my luck is down or I'm just having kind of like a bad attitude, I find I'll see a turtle and I just like, Oh, ugh, thank you. Like I needed that. I needed a reminder that, you know, things aren't so bad and it's all going to work out and I'm on the right path. I saved a little baby tiger turtle like two weeks ago. <gasps> he was so like, cute. honestly, he was a little snapper and he wasn't even the same size as my palm. And I saw him like, as I was driving, he was on the road and I'm like, wow. again, I don't know how I spot this, but I picked him up and then I brought him to a nice little stream and gave him a new home. And actually the stream where I found, I found a skull there. So it was like <gasps> kind of nature's, oh it was nature's gosh. way of saying thank you to me for saving this turtle. So, and then, so our, I know this, but our listeners <gasps> probably don't know this. Like a skull would be kind of like your similar, not the similar um, sign, but a, a similar So thing. for me, like I collect skulls and I work with dead bugs. I don't know if like we've talked about this on the podcast. The dead bugs, stuff. yes, but I don't think we I'm, really di like dove into to how your like how this relates to your all of your specialties it's not just like, art right it's it's just my it's my spiritual side right like i am very connected with the cycle of life so when i find something that is dead to me that is life right i don't know how to explain it like that is um my guide's way of telling me like i have lots of shaman books i have lots of native indian books and it talks about being a tracker so i'm able to find that right Hmm. it's um there's there's like magic you can use with bones you can create stuff with bones like there's so much um, oh gosh, okay so beauty. i mean um you guys i'm always talking about how i'm vegetarian but i have some chicken wings in my freezer so i literally just cooked two chicken wings took the bones and made the best chicken soup like i've been craving chicken noodle soup you guys it literally took two bones from chicken wings to make the most amazing chicken noodle soup ever yeah you know yeah but it's, it, it's amazing what, oh, I have to tell you, um, I'm reading, I'm reading a new book, uh, but it's like a new Bible kind of, it's the Quran. I'm reading the Holy Quran. Dude, I love the Quran. It is so much like the Bible. 
I've wanted to read it so badly and it's been on my list of things to get. And when I was in the Value Village the other day, I found it for oh my five gosh. bucks. And not only is it, it's like a, the text translation and commentary. So wow. it's like it, but then they write about what it means. And then, um, so I've actually already started it. I'm like, this okay, is so awesome. read it however you want. And then I'm going to say like, when you're done. I think it's so cool to compare line for line, the Quran to the Bible. They're the same. They're pretty much the same line for line. There's a few parts where they get off track and they're not exactly the same, but they're pretty much exactly the same. It's so well, cool. I'm, I'm <laughs> noticing that they're talking about Jesus in the Quran, right? Like they talk about Jesus. And they it's talk literally about almost the exact same, like line yeah. for line. So that's and, what well, gets me excited about it. <laughs> it's been so long since I've read the Bible. Um, and I almost can't even remember. But then even yesterday, so like, you know how I've talked about my holy fire reiki and that i connect very strongly with jesus even though i'm not like whatever <laughs> it's just i connect with different spirit people i connect with jesus i connect with buddha I connect jesus if with- you're looking for a mentor jesus is your homeboy man man jesus is my homeboy like i and then so yesterday i found these other like two kids books that are like Bible kid kids books. I didn't read it, and it's the story of the loaves and the fishes. And essentially, it talks about Jesus's healing touch and how people from all over came to see Jesus in his healing touch. I'm like, of course, this is the book I would buy Aww. and not even know because Jesus is telling me, use your healing powers, Allison. Yes, because I have some big news about my business. Okay, I've been waiting. I didn't want to ask. I'm so excited. <laughs> oh man, like it's like honestly I feel like it's a con- like it's constantly changing and it's constantly evolving for me. And like when I have one idea, like at the beginning of the summer, remember my idea was workshops, right? And like yes. it just it just hadn't it hadn't kind of like the time wasn't right, things were kind of working their COVID. way out. <laughs> COVID happened. Yeah. Um gardening became a bigger thing for me. Well, I got this lady that I've been doing gardening for and, um, well, she's got this barn in her backyard and essentially she wants me to use it to run workshops out of. So, <gasps> oh my gosh, so everything. <laughs> so I'm in the process Take of that, trying. Take that, mom that didn't think she was doing the right thing. Sorry, I had Booyah, to. yeah, I know, right? <laughs> like, well, I thought you didn't want a garden, but I didn't want to. I hope but it, she doesn't listen. Turned, she doesn't listen. I to forgot this, her mom. first name, Kristen. I hope she doesn't listen. <laughs> my mom's not t- technologically advanced, so that that's gonna take a while. <laughs> Maybe like twenty years from now she'll read it. But um, okay, sorry. Keep talking. T- keep yeah, talking. Yeah. So essentially, it was like she offered me this, and then I went up north last weekend, and I was visiting a woman who lives off the grid, who um wants to eventually do retreats up there. So it was like retreats came up to me like three Hmm. times. And then I found an eagle feather. And for our listeners who may or may not know that like eagle feathers are like, you cannot buy them. Um, (gasps) They are like illegal because the eagle is such a protected bird. I didn't know that. Yeah. So like it's, it's very, and like even the eagle message in Native American and a lot of different cultures, it's revered as one of like the most spiritual bird because it soars the highest, which means it's the highest to God. So like finding like an eagle feather is like literally like one of like the most greatest signs that you could ever get. Um, 
So I feel incredibly blessed. And then it's just like, you know, I just feel good. Like I'm protected. This is supposed to be happening. Um, so I'm in the process now of trying to like write up a little write up, but I have like a full day retreat planned. I've have like a half day retreat. I have just a workshop, like, and I can see this turning into like possibly like a weekend retreat where people come up and I take them on hikes and I do a singing bowl and yoga and like. Lovely. Ah! Oh my gosh. Okay. So if you want any help, let me know. Like if you have bullet points for your workshops and you want me to write it out in full sentences, because sometimes you like don't like the way I don't like the way sound. I don't like the way any of my stuff sounds. Well, I, I can tried, help you. Let me know. <laughs> and on <laughs> that note, um, I'm not sure if you're like how you'll be offering them, but I've been thinking since I'm in such a hot tourist spot that I might yeah. do something similar because when I was running Airbnb for like the like stayovers, I was making great money. Right? It's pure profit because there's no well, that's cost. What I mean. People and people I'm like, I keep looking up retreats and like people want this stuff. And I know enough people now, um, enough practitioners that I can bring it together and really create like this healing hub. Um, I know, especially for Creemore, I've met a lot of people here in town and I, I can really envision, envision like a little healing center. For that area? Definitely. I love the people that live in that area. So, um, you can run experiences on Airbnb and that's, it's just like you run it just like an like you would be buying a hotel. It's mm. like, say you, you want to go zip lining, you buy an experience, right? You have to pay for a ticket. So someone buys a ticket to your retreat through Airbnb. And that's oh, where the transaction. Interesting. Done. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. That is a good idea. Yeah. I'm going to have to write that down. Because I was thinking, I know, like I tried emailing you and it didn't go through. I guess it's, you told me which, it wasn't. You told me it wasn't working, and I tried it anyway. <laughs> I don't know why. Which which email? Uh, natural, naturally. Oh, connect. Oh, it's working yeah. now. It's oh, up, is it working now? It's so, connect at naturally I'm like dying to see your website because I've been building websites the last couple of weeks, and I'm just thinking like, what did you guys decide to hone in on on the website? I haven't decided for anything yet. This mm. is all me. Like I was supposed to be working with a photographer last week, but um, that kind of fell through, which was fine because I really have needed to clean up all my social media stuff. So, mm, I mean, I, ha- I have five different emails that I've automated into three. Oh my God, sorry. Your TikToks I- are so good. <laughs> Your TikToks are so good. keep posting tiktoks and don't look at how many views and likes you get just keep posting them you can like no nobody likes my turtle video and i was like fuck these people no No one likes my turtle video posting because it's tiktok's a weird algorithm but like um gary v says and it's true like six months from now one of your posts could go viral i meant to because the other day i made 50 garden stones <gasps> and I was that's like <laughs> that's a lot but they're, they're just little oh. no these ones are just little ones like these are little flower ones oh, so. okay but still I'm still alive yeah but I I needed I was like feeling it had been really <coughs> ra- rainy all week and then ow, I was like ow, ow. I need to go for a bike ride. So I went for a bike ride before work. And then when I got home from work, I'm like, I'm going to make some garden stones. And I ended up making 50 of them. <laughs> wow. My lovely neighbor let me, she has like a whole garden full of amazing flowers. 
and she said that I could use whatever I wanted. So, oh my gosh, I was pretty blessed, not gonna lie, thankful. And I gotta get it done before the weather starts to change because if you haven't noticed, we have a little bit of fall in the way. <laughs> I've noticed, trust me. Yeah, so that's why I'm I'm uh, I, I'm gonna meet this weekend with her and see. But there's a little bit of work that needs to be done to this barn. But, like, I have, like, this really cool barn space. Nice. Yeah, I've been str- – like, the building websites is really tough because um, you can have an idea in your head. But then to try to get other people to understand your idea in, like, 50 words or less is – it can be really difficult. So I was trying to explain – when I had the yard sale on the weekend – People, the first people that showed up asked me if I had locks. And I was like, actually, I do. But they're kind of like samples that I don't really want to sell. And they're like $20 each. They're like, oh, we were looking for ones for like a dollar. I was like, yeah, this is for like fundraising. But they just couldn't understand the concept. And I was like, this isn't that complex. It's like a sports team selling chocolate bars. I obviously didn't say it like that. I was like, you know how sports teams like sell chocolate bars? Well, this is like they can sell locks or they can sell face masks. And they still weren't understanding it. I was like, what the heck am I going to put on my website if this is, like, not an easy-to-understand concept? <laughs> anyway. It's, um, yeah. So, for mine, though, like, my website is more or less, like, eventually I want to have a booking. So, like, you can book an appointment through there. And oh, I might. idea. I think I'm going to have a section. I don't know if I'm going to have a section to sell my art or more or less just have like a gallery because a lot of my stuff is customizable. Right. So you want people to offer you a higher price because artists never ask for enough money. They always leave money on the table. Yeah. Like I should, I, I should have a gallery of stuff I make and then like an option if you want something customized. Um, and then also like, cause I do my ornaments. So like I have that, I have to have a section for my ornaments. Here's what I think, because I am a saleswoman, true and true. This is what I would do. Sell the cheapest things you sell that are always the same price. Have those for sale. And there's like a standard weight that they'll always be. And you know how much it's going to cost to ship. And then you can put that in with the product information. And when the person orders it off your website, it will automatically calculate the shipping, right? But with your other stuff, art is hard to ship. So that's where it gets really complicated. But... You could put, um, you could still post them and then say mm-hmm. that like the price is whatever and then have certain items and then say sold because I don't know, every, anytime I go on an artist's website, like I follow some bigger ones I used to on Instagram and then I check out their websites. I don't know why. I just love websites and they're all of their art would be sold out and it creates, I bet you it wasn't even sold out, but it creates this need for their art. They're like, Oh my God, it's sold yeah. out. I need, like the next time she does a release, I need to get it. Well, mine's, mine's kind of one of a kind, right? So it does work that way because once it's sold, like you won't necessarily get the same thing, but you can have something maybe similar. Right? There you go. Like, but, but I think, um, yeah. so anyone listening, like I, I love sales. So I don't think it's okay to lie to people, but to have to manipulate somebody's perception of you in order to get a sale 
I don't think is a bad thing, but that's why sales gets a bad reputation. So I think it would be okay for Allie to lie on her website, well, I, but I, I don't think you yeah. would be okay with that. No, because that's not, that's not the type. I'm it's not, not who you person, are. Right. Like yeah. I have a very hard time doing that. But for me, what I would do is I would definitely add a picture of something that I've already sold. Right. Um, there you go. It, just, it just gives people the, and I would like, probably do that too. It's just like the, the concept, right? Because be of bad. my because of my art and like because it is always one like different. Like what I make isn't always the same. Like I don't even know, but I do want to have like because my my dream catchers, which I'm calling them Reiki crystal catchers, because they're not supposed to catch dreams. They're right. supposed to give healing energy. And dream catchers is like you know, growing up in Canada, we have to give it it the cultural respect that it deserves. Yeah, and for me, like, that's why I've always had a hard time with it because I know culturally, like, it is a little bit different, um, but it's my version of yeah. a rake. rake no, and you respect crystal, it, and you are so one with the land that, <laughs> that somebody has to know you to understand why why you feel comfortable calling it a dream catcher in your personal life, but it's, like, so respectful of you to do that, so that's nice. Yeah, you, well, you know, that's our big thing is, like, a lot of people don't think about things through. And I'm, for me, like, I know something, because I work so strongly with the Native culture, and I am not Native, I've been very questioning myself sometimes if, like, I'm doing justice to it, right? Like, um, yeah. I don't, I don't want to do anything that's, like, against it, but... I, every time I find a feather, I am so thankful. I carry around ceremonial ta- tobacco and I leave it if I take something because it's all about giving back to the earth, right? Um, if I go on a hike, I'll bring a bag. I'll collect garbage. Like I'm not out there to – like na- nature will – if we love nature, nature will love us back. <clears throat> Let's just put it that way. And, I, and, I, and I've noticed because I'm, I'm out there and I have this animal come up to me. I have this butterfly come over. I have – like the most amazing things happen. I found you a little do. yellow, I found a little yellow bird just sitting on the side of the road two weeks ago. A finch? I love it. He wasn't a finch. He was a yellow, he was a yellow chat. I'd never seen a little huh. guy, but I looked him up. Um, but I was at my mom's. We went out for a buck ride. We went down this road. We For a what gone. ride? A bike ride. Yes, sir. You said buck. It came out buck. I was like, a, a what? A buck ride. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we were up in the boonies. I so, knew you yeah. meant I knew you meant bike, but we are recording, so I had to say I had to. A book <laughs> You never know with me. Isn't it nice you can talk shit about your mom in this podcast, but you still go for a buck ride with her. <laughs> I still love my mom. We just are Aww. very different. Of course you do. She's lovely. Right. It was it was actually really nice because she brought me up to her friend's house and um like her friend's very spiritual and I'm very spiritual and like to my for my mom to watch me be able to have these conversations. I can relate. And I she's relate just like, to you right now. She's like, What? She's like, This is like it's very like for her, she's like as a mother just watching her daughter and You're like, a grown ass woman. <laughs> she's like, Wow. She's like wow and I think it made her see me it makes her see me a little bit differently and like you know when her friends are talking about like old soul personalities and new souls and then my mom's like so wait that means I can have a child that's older than me Mm. (laughs) (laughs) yes 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 Yes, mother Mm. (laughs) I've always thought that 
um, I have this like memory. I hate talking about this because people think it's like weird, but <sighs> I'm just going to say it. I know you'd feel comfortable, but I don't. So I have this memory of like before I'm born of somebody saying to me, you have immature parents and you're just going to have to deal with it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, I believe it. You know, you're just going to have to love them for who they are. Because this is part of our journey. This is part of our plan. Yep. Like, right? And it's, sometimes it doesn't make sense, but I think the more that we try to understand ourselves. Well, I think, I think you and I both have past lives, right? So if we oh, were to compare yeah. our... Like million past and lives. I love how Robin told us she didn't have a past life. That's so cool. But I know I did. Because if we were to compare, and you and I, I think both in our past lives... Um, you know, we, we lived really luxurious lives and I don't mean to sound, my cousin Amy always says that, but I believe it. And, um, I think that, well, I'm not saying in every life we did, I think some of our lives we struggled too, but I think if you compare your expectations from one life to the next, you're going to be disappointed. There's a lesson to learn in every life we come into. The times change. Nothing is ever really the same, right? But I have um, this, like, innate feeling that, that my message to me, one of them for this life, I have a few ideas of what some of them were. One of them was, you are just going to need to accept your parents for who they are. But honestly, that's all of us because I would say the same thing kind of about my parents. And yeah. I know and, – and actually, if you look a lot at a lot of our friends, like – there, there, there is, I was saying this before and it's kind of sad. Like it, there is more dysfunctional families than there is functional families. Yeah. But we, but we have grown up thinking and hiding and like not speaking out and not speaking our truth. And like, there's nothing wrong with that. Right. But it's part of our journey to become who we are is to go through that dysfunction in some way. What I, um, what I like is like the time I've had to, to kind of grow up where my parents didn't have that chance. So I can be, think to myself, you know, I remember when my mom was my age and all that she had on her plate. So no wonder she didn't have the time to understand herself. Yep. 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 And, and not just that, like it was a very, like go back to our parents growing up. Like it was just after the war, like 10 years prior, there was a war. Mm-hmm. Right? Both so of my parents are the youngest in their family. And yeah, they're the youngest of war veterans. Right. So put it that way. Um, my mom's family was German. They came over oh, here right after right. the war. She, right. was, she, she grew up in a, like she, she told me she got called a Nazi every day. They were the Nazis that lived down the road. Like oh even though they weren't Nazis and they fought really hard against that it's um this is our culture this is what they do right this isn't this isn't a new song and dance of what we're going through it's just hmm. in a different concept right it's it's a way of separating people and if we realize we are all the same and we come together as one. Oh my gosh so alan watts um i discovered him in the winter i was at a starbucks oh my gosh it was when i was staying at that same place the one where that epiphany I, happened. I bet you that was a pretty spiritual place. Oh, it was. It was. It was. So, it was. It was. It was, um, it. It was cool. It. And it was like where all the movie studios are um, in that area of town. Because there's a few places in Toronto where the movie studios are. And this was 
like across the road from some of them. It was cool. So you knew like like celebrities had to stay there. So I don't know. There's like a cool, like cool feeling about it, even though I don't like idolize celebrities. I just think it's cool to think like they got ready in the morning here, and then they went and filmed something that I could like watch. I don't know. I just think it's cool. But um, yeah. So I was at a Starbucks that day. <laughs> And I had just watched this, that thing I always talk about, that debate about artificial intelligence. So I was going through like an existentialist crisis of like, like, like just who are we as a world and like, where are we going? Like I was struggling. So I was talking to this person about how like the ethics of artificial intelligence are questionable because not... And, woo, it's, and it's the one hour mark. We're at the one hour mark. I, I packed one for the one hour mark and I've been smoking it like here and there the whole time. So that's so funny. And I have another one packed now. Um, yeah, so yeah, it's like you, talk- you've gone over my one hour. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I said my, I started the conversation with this man and I needed someone to talk to that day because as a salesperson on the road, I always knew what it was like to like be lonely. I didn't go to an office every day. I went to a, a different Starbucks every day. So I will, if I need someone to chat with, I can look around a Starbucks and know who that person's going to be. So I sat down next to someone who looked like they were willing to chat because I needed someone to talk to. And I was like, hey, do you know what an algorithm is? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, cool. I want to talk to you about this. So, and then I started getting into the ethics of artificial intelligence. And he was like, oh my God, it's 730 in the morning. You need to go listen to some philosophers because I can't handle this shit. <laughs> and he named Alan Watts. So somehow I remembered the name and I went home and, or no, I don't even know if I listened to him <laughs> that day, but I start. no, I actually went right to my office that day and I started listening to him because I had like my own office, right? Where I sat by myself <laughs> and, mm-hmm. um, and Alan Watts was a philosopher in the 1970s. I know nothing about him. I know literally nothing about him except for that I watch or I listen to his YouTube. Um, they're like old tapes, like old recordings of him. And he's so well-spoken that he will always pause for like a period so that you have a, a chance to think about what he just said. Like he's a great speaker. And so this morning I was listening to him talk about consciousness. Yeah. And how we all create our own reality. Yep. And coincidentally, it all kind of came full circle today because um, what I've been, I would... I've been saying that for a while. We create our own realities. Oh my gosh, that's the theme of our podcast. So, for the second season. Because the first season was, you're a, pro- you're a product of reality. Okay, Allie, you're going to need to finish coughing. I'm sorry. It's okay. I'm, sorry about <laughs> I'm like trying to talk over your coughing for 30 seconds so I can start telling my story. Sorry. Okay, okay I'm done. So, actually, no, wait. I'm going to cough now. Talk about consciousness for a second. I don't know. Smoky, smoky. You said I'm... You said I'm allowed to cough, all right? I am the righteous of the righteousness. You're like, okay, so- you were just mad because you weren't coughing, too. I have such a bad side to me. So, so guys, um, at the yard sale, I was like, they were, they, the ladies that wanted me to not have my yard sale were like standing there watching me with their arms crossed from the parking lot. 
I did it so considerately. I, I made my yard sale so if they walked out their front door in the morning, they wouldn't see my stuff until they got to the side of the building. Like, I thought I was being very considerate. But anyway, so they're watching me, and my neighbors come over to say hi. And I was like, look at these ladies over there watching me. I'm like, they want to shut down my yard sale. So we were joking about it. And as the girl was walking away, she was like, don't worry about them. Da, da, da. I was like, they're, she's like, they're just witches. I was like, what they don't know is I'm the head witch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. Okay, so That's I'm going to smoke this really quick. One sec. No one's home. Oh, blood out in the house. Okay. Um, that's gross, but I really need to clean my house, so it'll smell fine. Um, because it looks like there's a yard sale here. So, yeah, Alan Watts, um, talking about consciousness this morning, what he said was, like, um, to me, the way I interpreted it, because I won't be able to say it the way he said it, is if you want to look at, say, the whole as, a one, as one, one collective, how do you then talk about the individual? And in my words, he said, like, it's like you, like a digit. It's a, a person is a digit of a whole, right? So collectively we are, and I know people always say this, we are one consciousness, but he just made so much sense of it, which was like, your perspective is one digit. So if you think of us as one, there's always going to be somebody with like the opposite perspective of you or a completely different perspective of you, but there will be people with very, very similar perspectives mm -hmm. as you that's called polarity right like mm -hmm. right you, you have to have like one you can't have good without bad right so the reason I felt that came full circle for me was because even though it's in the 1970s um there was a big technological revolution then too I would say probably that's when the third um mm -hmm. industrial revolution happened which was computers that's when it yeah. started because industry always happens first. So right now what's happening in industry, they either call it industry 4.0, the fourth industrial revolution, or what we call it kind of in the industry to explain it better, to teach people better is we call it digitalization. And the reason it's called okay. industry 4.0 is because in electricity currently, all you have is on and off, on and off, on and off. So everything comes down to speed. How quickly can you turn it on and off? <laughs> and you can turn things on and off what about, really quickly. <laughs> That's what how about robots work. have a dimmer? <laughs> oh, dimmer works with a capacitor. Like, it's very simple. That's just like a battery, and you, you apply different current, and it works with an amplifier. And, like, that's a whole different thing. But, but really, all electricity as we know it. It's a circuit. The works circuits. with on off on off on off until yeah. you start working with digital circuits so digital circuits have been around for a long time but computers and the internet have never been okay so computers were brought into industry and that's what i'm talking on off on off so that's called a programmable <laughs> logic controller and programmable mm -hmm. logic controllers are what control robots but if you want to start controlling a robot with artificial intelligence you need to give it more than on and off. You need to give it digits, just like what Alan Watts is talking about. You need to give it more options than just yes or no. So, so it's like a point. It's like a point this, point it's that. It's a point. So then yeah. when the point becomes a real-time decision, that's called artificial intelligence. Artificial intelligence is simple as heck. It's teaching machines. So machine learning is the complex part of it. But the definition is simple. It's really just a real-time decision 
for an input or output, but that's not an on or an off. That's a digit because you need to have a second input to help you make that decision. And then you need a processor to go through your database to figure out what the decision is. So that's what industry 4.0 is. And that's what's going to eliminate people because people make decisions at work. Well, now machines are capable of making decisions at work. So that I found really interesting because because it totally relates to what Alan Watts was talking about when it comes to consciousness. Well, now machines are becoming conscious. That's what we're going into right now. And because people aren't educated enough to understand this technology is why we are living in what I always call the prohibition knowledge era, which is a real thing. I didn't make that up. Um, And what we're going into will require the next generation, the people being born after 2020 will understand this innately, but the people born before 2020 will really struggle to learn it. Hmm. Mm -hmm. It's complex, but it's all comes full circle. It's spiritual because it makes sense though. Like that does make sense. Um, we are, but, um, it's funny because I hate, like, I, I'm not in a relationship. I'm not like looking to have kids but like i know when i have a kid that kid's gonna be like fucking the most insane kid right it's just like i have this like overall knowing that like they just know that they come with the personality that they come with is that what you mean not just that not sure what you mean sorry okay so like I'd consider us like indigo children, right? So like yes. indigo children have crystal children, have rainbow children, have like we're like, we're the, when you we're are the somebody, purple aura children. <laughs> when you, but when you are with somebody who has like a higher consciousness, you're going to bring in a soul of higher consciousness, right? And like I feel like part of my journey has been coming into my own to learn about everything and go through what I went through to help the next um, one because I'm just creating the best space for the most greatest soul to come in you know what I mean like I know exactly uh, what you uh, mean no I know exactly what you mean I just need you to reword it this is how this is why we need to wake up to what we're doing we need to be waking up what are we putting on our body what are we putting in our body who are we spending our time around? Our There's a new skin line out alley. And it's for people my age in their 30s. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. It has retinol in it. Sorry. That's what I put on my skin, everybody. Arbon. Arbon.aliciahardy.com. Thanks. <laughs> You're funny. Well, it's good for me. That's why I put it on my skin. Sorry. but And they have a baby line. But, yeah. Yeah. But, no, totally. So that is such a beautiful thing. And that's exactly what we were just talking about with our parents but see they but they didn't know greater than this we have like knowledge okay so and then there's one line i have to read in this like oh i have something i have to say too i'm so excited to tell you this you'll be you'll be it'll make you so happy reading is the magic key to take you where you want to be educate yourself that's all i can say educate yourself no, push yes. your boundaries question things do not stop when i was um getting ready for my yard sale on the last day i was so busy pricing things putting up signs like that's all i was doing that i don't remember what it is that i learned oh something about i don't know sewing or something i was like oh my god that's the first thing i've learned today <laughs> ah, mm-hmm. that's scary but okay so what i wanted to tell you is my mom 
complimented my younger brother on his parenting skills. And everybody always questions my younger brother because he's a bit like, you know, crazy. I know. And I he's know. an artist and people don't know if he's going to be a good dad or not. He's the most amazing dad ever. And I always say that. And so my mom picked up on something that he does that she complimented on. And like for my mom to compliment anybody is like a big deal. So sorry, mom, if you're listening to this, but it's the truth. <laughs> so um, I guess my my nephew who like came to this world with a full spirit oh my gosh he's so full of like joy he is such a joyful little kid he is so lovely but anyways um he wanted to like run around the corner of my mom's house and she lives on a busy road so that would be like really bad if he did that and so my mom kept saying no you can't do that no you can't do that and I can hear my mom saying that to me when I was a kid and so my brother caught on to my mom doing this like didn't notice and then noticed so he took um, my nephew to the corner of the house and talked to him. My mom said she couldn't hear anything he was saying, but he talked to him for a couple minutes and was pointing, you know, explaining things to him. And then later, like, he ne- then my nephew never went to that part of the yard again. But at one point, he, while he was playing, he went over there and he looked at the road and then he looked at my mom, like his grandma, and goes, no, 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 and points his finger up in the air. <laughs> And my mom was just so impressed. She was like, I realized that, and my, my brother explained it to my mom. He said, you know, you have to give them the respect to get it. So I have to explain to him why he can't do that if I don't want him to do that. Well, exactly. Um, I think this is one of the things, it's like, they're so much smarter than I think we, little minds are so much smarter, so much smarter than we give them credit for. Mm Mm-hmm. They understand so much more, but the thing is maybe that they can't verbalize it. So maybe their understanding doesn't break down, but their communication with you breaks down. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So yeah. And he like, he's just so good that way. So yeah, that's awesome to hear. (gasps) Yeah. It's nice to hear my, like, and my brother just got a new job. Like he's doing so well. So anyways, I'm super happy for him, but that's kind of like between Allie and I, anyone listening to the podcast is like, who's your brother? (laughs) Allie and, and my brother are the same age, though, so. He's no, like, he's, he's a year older than me, but I oh, think his, bir- his birthday is, like, the day before mine, is it? No. Are you When's 16? He's in February. So you and your ex-boyfriend had, like, the same birthday? Because I know his. No, no. His birthday is, like, um, the 15th, and then Luke's is the 17th. No. Not that ex, the one before him. October of October. Yeah. Oh, okay. Luke and Eminem have the same birthday. <clears throat> Ooh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um actually I found out I had a birthday twin yesterday. It was kinda cool. <laughs> oh, I had a birthday twin with someone I was talking to on the phone. He was like, Oh, that's my brother's birthday. I was like, Cool, is your brother a weirdo like me? <laughs> he didn't say anything. <laughs> I was like, So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just have to make it awkward. Me? No, the guy there was like such a good combo. He asked me, we started talking about, um, he was a vegetarian. (laughs) Don't ask me how I found that out about this person that was, like, from Bell, like, my phone company. I have no idea. Because it just happens. You get all these (laughs) combos, and they're like, oh, and you're like, oh, I make vegetarian meals. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I have no idea how we got on that subject, but he's been a vegetarian way longer than me, and so is his brother. (laughs) (laughs) My birthday twin. Oh my! Oh, speaking of birthday twins, I have a piece of mail here to send to my birthday twin. 
you know Jessa who does like you had the stained glass in your store yeah I have a piece of mail here to send her from June well realistically oh, I... July 1st but still oh I love Jessa I know she's amazing eh? so her and I are we're we're born on exactly the same day yeah I was so there's a girl lately that I've been doing classes with um and and I like have been doing my whole I did my holy fire reiki training and we've done like distance reikis and and then I found out yesterday sorry that I didn't like ever follow through with that what you were gonna do distance reiki at me sorry I never followed through with that um I've been really busy but what that is so cool yeah but her and I like so we did we like because my mentor recently that I found so her and I this girl and I did the same both did the same light workers course then oh we both gosh. went for Reiki on the same day. We both did the Reiki <laughs> master's course together. And then we did distance Reiki Your on each other. Your are like, oh, my God, just talk about then, birthdays already. And then, well, she po- actually, it's kind of funny how this happened because she posted this thing on Instagram that is, um, let me, let me, <laughs> oh, my God, me. what is it? So it's like your Reiki spirit guard. So it's the letter of your first name and your birth month. So I am the unicorn of protection and she's the type oh, of protection. It. Oh, cool. So then I was like, oh, so I was like, prote- oh, that means her birthday's in February. So like me being the creep I am, I went to her page and I had to check her birthday and I saw the same day as mine. I was like, no freaking way. It's <laughs> like, oh, wait. how did we never how did we never talk about our birthdays before? I'm like, but this makes so much sense. No wonder we've like done everything. Wait, is your birthday February 11th? February 12th. Okay. So why did I think you said you thought you had the same birthday as I'm so confused. I'll have to re-listen to what we just talked about. But anyways, um, February 12th is my cousin's birthday and she's born on the exact same day as you. Hmm. Yeah. She got married last summer. Which cousin? One that doesn't talk to you anymore that I went to her wedding last summer. Because, <laughs> like, okay, I'm sorry. I went up to her wedding table at her wedding, and she looked up at the sky while I talked to my other cousin, her sister, and her new new groom. And it was, like, really rude. So I just mentioned it to somebody who wasn't even at the wedding, and then they told someone else. So then she started saying a bunch of bad stuff about me, and I don't know. I just I told her what I thought, and now she doesn't talk to me anymore. Mm-hmm. Oh well. But anyways, that cousin. <laughs> you don't know her. No. You would have. She, but it was, she used to live in Grand Valley. She used mm-hmm. to live in the house my grandpa built. Anyway. Yep. So then I found out we had the same birthday, and I was like, huh, "Interesting. That's that makes a lot of sense. No wonder we've been drawn to each other." <laughs> oh, that's funny. Sorry. I am, I'm not going to edit this and not post it because I just talked about drama, but one of our private conversations recently was like, how can you avoid drama in your life? <laughs> kind of like that, right? But it's, it's, it seems like it follows me around. So can we end it on your advice for me on how to avoid drama in my life, Allie? Because it, it, I know it's not following me. I realize I'm the one causing it, but like, I swear I don't want the drama. How am I causing the drama? I just... I don't know. It's for you. You're very like you stand up like you have your own opinion, right? So it's almost like telling you not to have an opinion. It's almost telling you not. Well, people always say choose my battles. I guess just like, yeah, stop fighting with people. (laughs) But I think it's like more than that, though. Like when you're. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. 
I told you I should have to do, I should do distance ranking on you sometime because that's how I tune into it and tell you. So something I got onto yesterday, and I know I wanted to end it, but I'm going to go off on a whole other tangent here. I hope you have a couple minutes. <laughs> but yeah, I'm good. Um, I felt. Oh yes, this is why I was on Twitter and I posted, "I'm back." Hashtag life of a saleswoman. And I went on my own hashtag because that's my hashtag. I mean, other people use it, but it's mine. And <laughs> I'm joking. And so I was reading some of my old tweets because I haven't used that account. Like I have one called Life of a Saleswoman, but I haven't used it in a long time. And I came across something, a tweet that was about People's Day. And it was talking about the Fab Five Women of Canada, which I don't know much about. But then I got onto Agnes McPhail because she is considered the first female politician in Canada. But I know this from my family history. I thought, I thought the reason I looked found Agnes McPhail is because I thought my great aunt was the first female politician in Canada. And it turns out she was too. She was just less famous than Agnes McPhail. So they both became politicians at the same time. And Agnes joined my great grandfather's political party. So I can't explain this to every person I meet, but I have this fire, political fire in me. My dad on... And that's the other side of my family. See, that's my mom's side of the family. My, Generational. My dad was also into politics. So it's really hard for me to avoid a debate. I love debating. So I think you're right. I just That's why if I want to avoid the drama, I just need to be more conscious of who I'm picking these debates with. Well, Pe- people aren't always ready to battle, right? No. No, not everybody is, right? You have to meet people where they are. Yeah. I catch myself right? sometimes think... on Twitter, like, ready to, like, rebuttal to something and be like, yo, your opinion's wrong. I'm like, what is wrong with me? Why am I doing this? So that's probably, that's what I need to just tone down a little. Stop breathing. Stop giving, like, you know, air to that fire. <laughs> like, it's not okay to be like that. Yeah, well... Yeah. Attack people randomly. <laughs> you know? Like they've gotta be they've gotta have their swords out too. It's not your responsibility to like I don't know. You can try to educate somebody, but it doesn't mean they're gonna listen. Right. And that's like, okay, and I do feel compelled to educate people. So it's funny you say that because now I'm doing and shameless self promotion now every day from three to four on my TikTok. Sorry, three to five. I'm doing an after-school program where I want to educate people, young people, but all people, about a lot of different topics, every topic I can think of, but what I specialize in is obviously technology, and I really want to go there um, and teach people what I was just telling you about. So maybe if I have that outlet where I can use my like knowledge to teach people, then I won't be so ready to be like, you need to be better! But see, <laughs> if you provide an outlet where people are coming to you because, like, if you oh put that out there, people will become come because they want to watch. You can't mm-hmm. shove it down somebody's exactly. throat, right? Yeah, yeah, right. Like you yeah. can make it available, but like, like for me, I think my biggest thing is I don't really post anything about me. So <laughs> no, you're getting better. Don't say that. You're getting better. I'm getting there, okay? And I'm... you, because you, you have a unique style of your content. And I think you haven't seen a lot of what's out there because you don't want to be influenced by what's out there. 
So just go with your heart and post what you want to post because what you're posting is like very high quality. It's really good. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Allie, of course it is. <laughs> like you've worked hard to get where you I'm are. I'm a fucking perfectionist. Like that's Stop. my problem. Too. Artists it's are, like, but your art will I'm, never be complete. Just remember I'm that. I'm such it, but I know it constantly <laughs> evolves. It's not complete. It and it's not for evolves. you, it's for other people. Yeah, I know. I need to share my <laughs> It's it's be I, better, uh, Allie. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Greg. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm just I so actually horrible. found this like kick ass box. Um, like, and I'm starting, I just started a, I'm starting a TikTok. It's not done because it's going to take me a bit. But I, t- I found an That's old high watch- quality content right there. I found an old watch jewelry box <gasps> and I've ripped out the insides and I'm turning it into a shadow box for like displaying maybe butterflies in there. Oh, sorry. No, I, I think excited. I'm going to put a. Well, I could do butterflies. I could do butterflies. Do a skull. That's I, cool. No, I think, I think the wooden skull. box feel like I feel like that's a skull kind of thing. Okay, so I I have to say this too. Battery's gonna die. Um, and I can't plug it in because I have headphones in. Um, 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 okay, so I sold like marijuana plants. Sorry to our American listeners, but I sold some marijuana plants. <laughs> what are we talking about? I'm smoking weed the whole podcast. It's legal here in Canada, so I sold them. At it's my... legal in quite a few states too. So. True. At my garage sale or my yard sale, but I really didn't want to just have them out there because I'm new to the community and I was looking to meet people, right? <laughs> so I just like was really skeptical, but I was like, okay, I know this community, like it's probably no big deal. I ended up taking them in once the ladies wanted to shut me down because they were stinky, <laughs> like they really stunk like weed. I just kept the little ones out, but I made them all, I have probably 12 or more into fairy gardens really quickly it took me it was so easy so I think for Christmas time or like the holidays I'll start like in November I'll start now um making some fairy gardens and then obviously it's I'm kind of copying your idea Allie but like make them (laughs) personalized to the person that wants them it's fun and I'm like I don't know like I love doing crafts at Christmas so this is gonna be my like Chris I wanted to do something in like a craft sale kind of style but I don't know like Somebody like you is more dedicated to the, actually going to the craft shows. I think I might just do mine on Kijiji. But, yeah. I don't even I'm know excited. if we're going to be able to have craft shows. I know, so right? I love, like, I only did one, but it's so fun. I know the one that I did last year is not happening this year. I know that already. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I know somebody that, um, you know her, t- oh, my, remember my cousin? Well, she's, like, my step-cousin that was going to do the podcast with us, but she's kind of shy. Um, yes but we all chatted that one day we all facetimed um i think she has a a craft show book so let me check because she's mainly on facebook and i'm not on facebook anymore but i'm gonna check hmm. if any of our listeners are about craft shows hit us up because we're on social media yo but the thing is is i got well i gotta get crafting i made my that's why i made my 50 garden little garden stones because they're actually like little they're really cute actually flowers they're like little little flower trays. I'm so excited for you. You can like paint them, and then I have. You could collecting. put them in a big like plant in your house. Exactly. Probably. I haven't even seen them, but I know what they look like. <laughs> yeah, they don't have to go outside. Allie has a style. Allie's, you're gonna be such a successful artist <laughs> six months from now that you're gonna be like. I don't have time for your podcast anymore. I will never do that. I will never do that. <laughs> Sorry, it's not my podcast. 
sometimes when it's just the two of us, we like jokingly, like we, I sometimes like accidentally say my podcast, but it's not my podcast. It's ours. But you, are you just sort of like, Hey, you want to do podcast? And I said, yeah, you do. Oh, all the work and I'll be there. <laughs> do we need to rename our podcast for season three? Because somebody was like, what's your podcast called? And I was like, um, it's called Teraxicum Officinal. They were like, how do you spell that? I'm like, one F. Yeah, maybe we, maybe we should. Cause yeah. I, guess that's, I guess that's the whole thing about marketing. And like that, like, and it says, I guess, like think okay, about this. We thought, like, so at the we're, beginning. We're too ahead of our time. We can't have C-U-M in, in, in our fucking, oops, in our business name. Like, come I on. I didn't even think of that. I did, but I was like, who cares? feminism <laughs> I want to see dicks in Hollywood <laughs> there's not enough dicks in Hollywood too if many we, tits if we can have our tits out man I want more dicks in Hollywood oh my god I'm just horrible. normalizing the human body I hope body. Paul's not listening to this podcast actually it made it to I, the end because he's like I'm not doing it now I'm not doing I will it. I will say something funny. Last week, I was actually supposed to have, like, an artistic nude photo shoot. Oh, I was going to do a nude photo shoot. I've but done I, them But before. my boyfriend at the time didn't want me to. And it was supposed to be for him. Aren't I glad I didn't give that so, ungrateful mf naked pictures of me? See, mine were for – mine have been for art shows. So – Yeah, that, that's to, a lot more respectable than desperately trying to, to give your boyfriend naked show. pictures of you so he'll marry you. <sighs> the things women do. Sorry, women. Yeah, that no. went full circle there. Mine's all about empowering your body. So, <laughs> all right. Wait, ha- wait, wait, wait. Haven't you taken naked pictures already? Yeah, these are the. I was gonna say, this- I've fucking seen you naked in pictures. <laughs> but your body's amazing. <laughs> oh, sorry. I mean, your body's art, and women are beautiful. That's what I meant to say in a respectful <laughs> way. Your body is art. <laughs> yeah that's, that's for. good for you for an art show and I was gonna do it again like he called me up and he wanted to work with me again and then you're I like you should might. see my body now I may be <laughs> older but I'm better but it's kind of <laughs> yeah, honestly I was totally going through photos the other day and looking you're like gravity's been good I'm like this. I have changed so much like, I bet I, I looked at a picture of me from three years ago and I'm like holy shit I look so different and if you look good then, like, imagine what the pictures are going to look like now. Yeah, right. Oh, baby. I got okay, it. Okay, Paul, if you are listening down to this point, if you, d- if you didn't think you wanted to go on our podcast now, we'll send you some... No, we won't. We're not sending <laughs> Allie's <our> pictures. <laughs> so next week on our podcast, you're going to hear Paul, hopefully, if he didn't listen to this entire podcast. <laughs> I'm joking. Okay, Allie, you're the best. I can't wait to talk to you next week, as usual. Peace. Peace out, girl. girl. Have a great week. Bye. Bye.